0: Good morning. Welcome to Fashion Friday. Okay, so here it is. I want to head straight to business of fashion. I'm calling this segment. Uh, as as I talked about in a few shows a few weeks ago, I uh, talked about the luxury retailer Barney's New York. So I've been tracking this story for us, me and you. And uh, this is really the update. Basically, they have filed for bankruptcy in case you missed it. Barneys New York filed for bankruptcy, recently owing millions of dollars. Uh, I mean, to Prada alone, they own $1.6 Now, I think to myself, okay, well, $1.6 to Barneys is, is nothing, is, you know, a couple of lunches probably to you and I. But they also own, uh, owe millions of dollars to other brands as well, like tons of them. So uh, that's just one. Basically, this is the update. They have until October 24th to avoid liquidation by finding a buyer. So that is the, I still think that it's interesting, though, I have seen on social media, all of a sudden, I don't know if this is intentional, or it's not, I I would think it is. I've seen a lot of advertising by salespeople that work there on social media. So as in someone works there. Let's say they work in the shoe department. They have an Instagram account or a Facebook account just for what they're selling, which is – this is normal. I've seen this. You know, It's pretty common now. Um, smart, by the way, because these people work on commission. So they're sort of advertising for themselves as well as Barneys. You know, here's shoes. You tag me or you DM them, message them, love the shoes. They can either send them right to you or you come in and try them on. You ask for this person. Smart if I'm a salesperson I would do that.
1: Are they referencing the closing of Barney or or any of Barney's issues? Oh,
0: no. No. Mm-hmm. But I mean it's clear that it's Barney's because it'll be, you know, their their account is a personal account but it's clear that they work for Barney's. You mm-hmm. know, it'll say sales associate or whatever. Hmm. But I've noticed a lot more of that. So not sure, you know, just I personally am kind of just waiting, you know, like, well, what's going to happen? You know, just to see I haven't actually been in there. I I didn't really I haven't really needed to go in. You know, if I needed something specific, of course I would. But I'm kind of just curious. Um, But as I said before, as predicted, most likely I'm thinking they're going to close a few locations or several locations. And that apparently is what the plan is, according to the news, is they plan to close Fifteen locations, keep seven of them. By the way, I didn't know they had that many. (laughs) I thought they had about half a dozen. Um, Fifteen locations, keep seven of them, including the flagship on Madison Avenue. So I mean, that makes sense, doesn't it? Absolutely. Yeah. And I think I even mentioned this, you know, the two that I that I'm familiar with in New York City, the one downtown every time I'm in there, which granted, it is not frequently, I wouldn't say frequent there. But Every time I'm there, maybe every couple of months, it's pretty empty. It's hmm. pretty empty. And I don't know, you know, it's downtown. I'm not sure if it's exactly a touristy spot. It's not really because it's not down by the, um, the Oculus and, you know, way downtown by Wall Street, where that's very popular. It's not midtown, where it's super popular. You know, it's, I don't know. And I don't, I don't, I'm not saying it's location, but I don't know if having a second one in Manhattan was the smartest.
1: So closing down multiple stores means they want to sell out of those stores. They want to get rid of all the stock they have. Probably throughout all of the stores, they'll try to reduce stock so that there's no need. There won't be excess stock when they when they right. make their whole operation smaller. It also gives them money to pay off their creditors. Creditors, yeah. Right. And they no doubt have encouraged their salespeople that they will give them a little better uh, percentage on these sales to try to encourage this process to happen faster.
0: Correct. Correct. So that's I'll bet what, you that's yeah.
1: why you're seeing more advertising.
0: I think so. Hmm. I think so because it's not oh we're running extra sales. It's just more promoting. You hmm. know, it's actually promoting false stuff, which again, I expect that anyway, but I just feel like I've seen more of it recently, a hmm. lot more of it. So I'm like, hmm, that's interesting. Um, So, And, you know, this is the time of year. Regardless, fall merchandise is is really pouring in in these next couple of weeks. You know, it's already started. Some stores, most stores or brands are on what they call fall two. You know, there's pre-fall, they call it. It's really just the second shipment of fall merchandise. Um, So... It's interesting that they did that. And, you know, I guess, yeah, closing locations, getting rid of stock. I'm sure some stock will filter into the other existing locations that they're going to keep. They no longer have to pay the rent on those locations. And it helps the fact, because I think this all started with two things, I'm guessing. Online sales, but they have an e-commerce, but um, also rising rents. On Madison Avenue yeah. in Manhattan. So I think that's kind of the – definitely was the big push towards this bankruptcy thing. So October 24th, well, it seems like it's a long time away, but it's really not. So we'll have the, the outcome of what's going to happen. I mean, I, it, that makes sense. I remember this – something similar happened years ago with Nordstrom. There was a lot of talk that they may file bankruptcy. I don't know if they ever really did or not. As, as far as I know, they did not. But they ended up closing a lot of stores that were underperforming. But at the same time, they were always opening new ones. So I could never understand that. You know, why would you be opening new? Even if it was, you know, the best location possible. Well, it just
1: shows you. The, 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 how about many millions did you say they owed?
0: Uh, 1.6 just to Prada. <laughs>
1: but it, it that kind of money exchanged his hands in a couple of days. Right. It, That's true. So – they can their their plans can quickly change.
0: Yeah. And yeah. they will be
1: okay. We got rid of those stores. Oh, we're up we're even now let's start building a new store. And-
0: right. That's true. It's hard to fathom that when you I mean, I don't obviously don't do that for a living. Mm. Don't come any you know when you're dealing, it's like stockbrokers or hedge fund people, you know, that just deal with millions or billions of dollars a day mm. moving that kind of money yeah. back and forth and shifting it around. I, I I'm not it's I'm sure it's complicated, but there are obviously experts out there that do this. But um it's interesting. I, so
1: it is interesting. Because Barney's that's a big name in, in my memory of of, yeah. of of this business. Yep.
0: Yep. Oh, yeah. it's very interesting. I, I'm also I've been really looking for um articles to read, you know, when I'm on the train. I've also been Listening to podcasts as well, um, and I'm I'm interested more in this whole business of fashion of of the way the landscape of retail retail shopping retail therapy is changing. So um, I mean, different different different. It's interesting when a new a brick and mortar opens. I'm really looking at the brands, you know, there's a a yoga company, uh, a brand, it's called ALO, A-L-O, I'm obsessed with, it's yoga, athleisure, I want to say it's athleisure, I'm sure they wouldn't want me just, you know, pigeonholing them into yoga wear, but it's it's basically what it is, workout wear, but it's really, really cool workout wear. So it's definitely things that you wear from the gym or from the yoga space or you know, you wear out onto the street. They have really cool jackets that you would wear over your gym workout stuff. It, they definitely have, uh, in my opinion, up the ante for athleisure and going from the gym or wor- the workout space to wherever it is you're going and still look cool. So... They were always online, mm-hmm. and I bought a few things here and there, you know my my thoughts on online buying like you know I don't know, try it, tried one pair of leggings were great, tried maybe a couple of other things. Then I found out they had opened up a store in downtown in Soho, and I went first of all, it's huge, which I was surprised, and I'm always i'm really looking like okay. Either someone, there's a lot of investors behind this brand, <laughs> or they just did so well online because it's pretty brave, I think, nowadays to really go for that. You know, so I'm not, I mean, I'm thinking if I owned a brand and I was doing so well online, I don't know that I would go to a brick and mortar. But maybe the timing and the space, and maybe I don't, but well, it,
1: even Amazon has talked about doing that
0: too. This is true. But I mean, Amazon's a little different. That's a different monster, you yeah, know. So true. I mean, I I just think this brand's, yeah, of course it's it's picking up steam and pretty well known, but it's not like it's been around for decades, you mm-hmm. know. I I just started to notice it maybe a few years ago, so you know.
1: But it is the way a lot of clothing is going. Everybody wants to wear athleisure.
0: Yes. Yeah. And uh, someone once told me, I remember this conversation I had with a girl. She worked for a PR company in Manhattan, and she was Australian. And this was in, I can tell you, it was 2015. And we had a conversation all about workout wear, athleisure, you know, that kind of um, clothing. And I said, you know, I have a girlfriend. She's Australian. And she told me that... Australia is way ahead of us in that department. Hmm. And she said, oh, absolutely. And I said, well, I, I can't imagine that. You know, <laughs> we've got the best design schools. We've got the best designers come here. Even if they're not physically here, they're designing for these major brands. You know, we're in the United States. We've got lots of money. And she said, no, it's just something about she, – she thought it was one, two things. One, a lot of people – everybody wears – Leisure, there. She said everybody, it doesn't even if you never work out, she said people just wear it as like their casual wear. Mm. So, okay, that makes more sense. And two, she just thought that um, there was more emphasis on comfort and on movements. She said, you know, like everybody, when she grew up, everybody went for a walk after dinner or sometime during the day, like whenever you had time, people are outside more. Mm. Okay, so... That makes sense. Um, but I couldn't really imagine, like, well, what could it be? I mean, we're talking about spandex. You know, at the end of the day, that's what it is. It's leggings or it's, you know, wind, windbreakers and tops. And it's stretchy material. How, yeah. how many different ways? Well, now I think I understand what they mean because I think these – like this brand I'm talking about, there's probably three or four other ones, are really changing it. And I'm, lo- I'm like, wow, really making different pieces that – doesn't just look like, oh, that looks like a sports bra to me, or that looks like you'd wear that to the gym. But they're really making additional pieces to have this, like, capsule collection. Hmm. Um, Like I said, for example, this brand that I love, they've got, I'm looking at jackets, like fall jackets. I would never think before I would look to a workout wear brand or an athleisure brand for a jacket. You know, I go and look my favorite brands of ready-to-wear. So... I understand it, and some of it is really different and c- just cool. Just that's you know the only way I could describe it. So, anyways, interesting to see that happening. And uh, another, speaking of actually Soho and another brands. So, have you heard of the brand called All Birds? Sh- Their shoes, sneakers.
1: I don't think so. How okay, do you, how do you spell that?
0: Allbirds All Birds. Yep, allbirds. Nope. All Birds. Yep, All Birds. A L L Birds. So they started back in about somewhere around two thousand fourteen. They are – my husband loves these sneakers, <laughs> huge fan of them, and he's been for a couple of years now. I think he has at least probably three pair. I don't think they're the most attractive sneaker. <laughs> they're okay. Let's put it this way. They're not ugly. They're just not – I'm like, man,
1: eh, What style can-. are they?
0: So it's just a comfortable – Tie up, lace up sneaker, but they're most of them. There's uh, different fabrics. Most of them are made from wool, but apparently the wool is this breathable, moisture wicking fabric. Oh, because I thought first thing like doesn't your foot sweat? And I asked him that. He said no. I don't know how. But I mean, he wears socks, of course. But Mm. he said I don't know, but it doesn't. We were traveling a few t- – uh, I think it was last summer, and some woman stopped him and said, oh, you're wearing Allbirds. And she had hers on, and they had this whole conversation <laughs> about the Allbirds. And I said, oh, you know, they don't have a platform, so they're too short for me, too, too small for me. Um, they and- low-top sneaker? Low-top sneaker, mm. yep. I- I'm sure there's different styles. Um, he has one that's a little bit more of a boot almost, um, but still has a rubber bottom. Okay. Casual shoes. And yeah, he's probably on his third or fourth pair now. And he said to me, "They are the most comfortable pair of sneakers I've ever worn." Wow! So, um, I mean, this store, this brand's really taken off. I've heard a lot of other people talking about them. So that's their signature sneaker. It's made from merino wool. They actually, I believe, they have their own plant. It's a, a eucalyptus plant. So they take the eucalyptus tree pulp, and that's used in making the sneakers. So they're they're green as well. Um so That's interesting. Yeah, yeah, and this is yet another factor into it. It's the whole merino wool moisture wicking um and you know they're they're eco-conscious as well
1: Yeah, all natural materials yeah no spandex spoken
0: about there right right um so they've apparently sold millions of pairs around the world so they've got a new project they thought that they need to get into the sock business this makes sense Hmm. um the ceo of the company says you know he although he wears them with socks a lot of people don't you know so um but they thought it was the natural progression to do socks so made from a yarn called trino which is the eucalyptus tree pulp and merino fibers. It's a specific uh, yarn that's been made that they've, I'm sure, patented or whatever. So it's called Trino.
1: So wool socks, basically.
0: I get. I don't know if it's a wool sock, but it's got wool fibers in it. Okay. So All
1: right.
0: I'm not sure if it's, you know, I haven't seen them, but they even have kids' shoes. They're called, what are they called, um, little birds or something? I think they're called little birds or small birds or something hmm. like <laughs> that. Uh, But again... Not uh,
1: Angry Birds. Not
0: Angry Birds, (laughs) (laughs) luckily. Um, I did see this. They also have a brick and mortar. When I was on my way to the yoga store that I love, I saw it and thought, oh, my gosh. I took a picture, actually sent it to my husband. (laughs) And he said, it doesn't matter. I just order mine online. I said, oh, excuse me. You know, I thought maybe you would like to go and see all the different styles in person. I mean, to me, that excites me when it's something I can see and touch. So I'm sure he'll make his way down there at some point. But... uh, yeah these are these are all the rage right now um you know me no they're i don't know they're just they're i think they're cute, I think they're a little conservative, and I think that's what it is so for me, they're not my aesthetic, but I like them like I love them on my husband. they look great with jeans and the way he wears them okay I just feel I feel they're a bit boring for me <laughs> are they
1: m- a lot of different colors i assume
0: I don't know. Oh. I've only seen the one. I've seen gray. I've seen black. And I've seen uh, a lighter color. I, hmm. You know, I, I can't even say I've been online. I haven't been to the website at all. I saw this article, saw it about the socks. I've seen the store. I'm sure there are different colors. All birds. All birds. Yeah. You've got to check it out. I'm going to check those out. Like he he swears by them and, you know, he's in sneakers quite a bit, not every day, but quite a bit. So he's pretty fussy about his shoe comfort level. You know, when he's in a dress shoe, if it's not comfortable, it drives him crazy where I will endure the pain if they look good, (laughs) but I'm used to that. I guess I'm just a a girl, typical woman. Um, I was like, well, they're a little pinchy, but they look great and, you know, just figure it out um so for him to say that he swears by them loves them he really did try to get me to to get a pair but not yet all all birds (laughs) you got to add a platform for me
1: (laughs) i'll bet you they will
0: maybe maybe um so again switching gears talking about sneakers let's go to nike nike uh finally came out with their first shoe subscription it's been two years in the making it's for kids so I'm thinking this is where they're starting. I'm thinking it's going to go from there. I'm sure down the line there's going to be something for adults. Um, I was just recently in the the new Nike store the other day, actually. And um, it's interesting because in the store, so this is the new flagship Nike store. It's on Fifth Avenue, and I believe it's around 49th or 50th. I think it's 50th Street. So right in the heart of the tourist trap, as I, I like to call it. Right. But I will go there for the Nike store because it is that good. It I think it's about six floors, maybe five or six floors. Um, it, the floors themselves aren't really huge, so it's, it's more you know goes goes uh, vertical. Um, but I w- was on the second floor, I think it was, and I noticed this little smaller outpost with the kids' shoes and clothes and stuff, and and I thought, oh, that's cute, sort of like a little vignette. And then I heard someone say. Are these the only – is this the only area for children's shoes? And they said yes. And I thought, oh, so that's interesting. So they really don't have a lot of kids' shoes in the store. Hmm. Um, they Apparently, they have a lot more online. So, um, I mean, the, the store for men and women shoes, there's – I think it's the – is it the fourth floor or fifth floor maybe where it's the sneaker floor. I mean, this is just – what I love about it is it's open and airy and it's all organized by color. I love it. I mean, it really is. I mean, There's clear, like, men, women. But, you know, if it's very, oh, uh, black sneakers, okay, it's, I'm over there. Oh, pink, oh, over there. It's really cool. So it's not organized by collection. It's organized by color. I personally think that's easier to shop. I think it's a little bit, it's like my closet. My closet's colorized, and it really is just light to dark. So immediately you can you can see what appeals to you. I think you're right. I think so.
1: I mean, the other way to do it would be to the different styles that they have.
0: Right, by classification. So yeah. remember, they used to do it like here's the running shoes, right. here's the court shoes. Mm-hmm. And I, it would take me longer because I would kind of have to go in and say, you'd you You'd have know, to look at them all. You'd have to look at them all. Exactly. Yeah. And now, you, right away, if, you know.
1: I'm looking for black sneakers. That's just that one area you right. have to look through.
0: Right. Yeah. Uh, you know, no, I don't want green sneakers, so I don't need to go over there or pink or.
1: So you said something earlier that was interesting. Subscriptions.
0: Yes. What's that about? So it's called the Nike Adventure Club. Basically, they send kids' shoes, kids' new shoes at regular intervals. So it's a club. Well, the kids grow though. Well, yes, and that's the good thing. So they're capitalizing on on these little people's growing feet. So you can do you can buy in a monthly subscription, buy monthly or quarterly. Each pair is roughly fifty to sixty bucks. And you can, you obviously choose the style. Um, you can skip a month if you're like, nope, I'm good. You can put it on pause for a little while, uh, I guess a few months. Um, oh. There's probably, you know, a limit to what when you can do that. Um, and then they customize the box with the kid's name on it. It's actually oh. very cute. Inside the box will be little activities and stickers. They're partnering up with a company called Kaboom. And there's little, like, suggestions for outdoor activities and, and indoor activities for the kids to to enjoy. So, I have to say I like the idea. It's pretty smart. If they're going to do it, I think it's smart to start with kids because mm. that's the one thing you can I mean, adults okay. Yeah, you might need new sneakers every now and then unless you are, you know, you wear them every day or you you're in the fields where you need sneakers. Mm. If you're in pretty much anything else, office or, uh, you know, any other uh, business, you're probably not wearing sneakers every day. And even if you are, maybe it's for an hour at the gym. But kids, most kids, wear sneakers every day. There
1: are big kids like me.
0: Yeah, <laughs> yeah. So I think it's smart to start there. I think your audience, your, your you know, audiences is, is pretty broad. And like I said, they're always outgrowing them. So the kids always need new sneakers. Mm-hmm. You think about that. So we'll see how that goes. But I do think if this works, I think they're gonna figure something out for adults. I would I would take a look at it. I'm not a fan of the subscription things for me personally, but I am a fan for a certain customer. Mm-hmm. So, um, you know, and it's, it's not I shouldn't say that. I actually we had one time, I think we had a wine subscription. I liked that. Um we ended up I think we might have gotten it as a gift and it was very nice. Um I think because we do drink drink we, we like we know what we like and I can't say I know wine but I definitely know what I like. We wanted a broader selection so we didn't renew it. And uh I know my husband likes to go to the wine store and peruse all the bottles and read all the labels and where's this from. <laughs> he he likes that. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, "All right, let's not take that away from him." You know, so he does. Me, I go in, I know right what I'm looking for. That's it, you know. So – but the general concept of subscriptions, I have to say I I like. I don't do it because I'm in stores all the time and I'm constantly shopping for something or pulling something and I don't know. Maybe it's a control thing. Maybe I kind of – I don't know.
1: Maybe just the right product has to be – a subscription product for you? Yeah, yeah, I would maybe think so. something that you don't see in stores on a regular basis.
0: And, maybe, and definitely some things that I use all the time. That might be it too. Mm-hmm. I mean, I'm thinking of like my skincare. Like I use that every day, mm-hmm. and I'm pretty loyal to certain products. So maybe it's something like that. And they don't have a subscription. But this, the ones that are sort of a, a little bit more general, you know, they send you. There's lots out there. There's there's workout wear ones. That I don't like. I have to try on – it's a little bit like jeans or swimsuit. Workout wear, I have to try because it's cut a little bit different. Um, then there's general ones where they just send you based on what you like, but it's, you know, a necklace, a handbag. And I'm like, oh, what if I don't like, you know, 50% of the box? Hmm. You know, then you're kind of stuck with it. So anyway, yet another way the landscape landscape of retail therapy is changing. So pretty interesting 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 all right i'm going to take a quick break when we come back we're going to talk about fall because it is upon us and transitional dressing you won't want to miss it stay with us on 1490 wgch
2: Or visit them at AdCorpMG.com. AdCorp Media Group. They'll take your business personally. As personally as you do.
0: Welcome back to Fashion Friday. All right. Fall is coming quickly. Are you ready? So here's what's going to happen. I say this all the time. It's going to be warm, 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 and then all of a sudden it's going to be chilly in the morning, chilly at night, warm during the day, and then it's going to snap and we're going to be cold. <laughs> so you've got to get ready. I love transitional dressing. What does that mean? That's just using a little bit heavier fabrics and layering. So now's the time to start doing that. Um, I want to mention another quick, collab, uh, another collaboration. Coach and Tabitha Simmons, they've teamed up. If you're unfamiliar with her, she's a British shoe designer amazing beautiful beautiful shoes definitely a little bit more on the higher end price point so she's teamed up with coach and they're really tapping into this whole fall florals trend they've created sort of an edgy yet whimsical collection of accessories six shoe styles a crossbody bag um, some interesting things she's also handpicked from coach's archives uh, a bag that she sort of added her knack for cool romance with with floral prints so interesting enough um, but that's on the horizon to be to soon be released and you know transitional dressing it's really all about layering probably one of my favorite things is um, cashmere sweaters I think if I had to pick one thing I'd say a lightweight cashmere sweater is definitely something you know because you again you can put it on you can take it off you can have a cardigan where it's it's layered so that would be my recommendation the other thing is um, sort of a lightweight coat. And so maybe it's a trench coat, maybe it's a cape, maybe it's a wrap, maybe it's just a lightweight jacket, Um, I think, or, or even a denim jacket. I think this is something that we kind of forget about, but I feel like if you layer it, you can still wear your summer pieces, layer these jackets in as we get closer and closer to cooler temperatures. And then, so, and again, now's the time where you can still wear your warmer weather stuff, and you've just got to start layering. Maybe swap out sandals for booties. Maybe you start to add tights with skirts. Maybe you start to change up your, you know, your cami to a long-sleeve fitted tee, um, something lightweight, and it's pretty simple after that, you know, and so you just got to kind of put a little bit of thought into it. My tip is always make pull together five really good transitional outfits. So five outfits and layer in some jackets and coats and things like that. And then you can kind of swap them around and move them around and interchange pieces. And you've got, you can, you can triple that. You've got like at least probably 15 outfits. So that is my tip um, for transitional dressing. I'm going to talk a little bit more about fall trends on the next show, on next week's show. So That'll do it for me for this week, and join me next week on Fashion Friday on 1490 WGCH.